right, guys, may the fourth be with you all. Uh, it's a lovely day to draft some movie franchises. And like I said, like we talked about in the first hour, uh, I did a totally unbiased, uh-huh. viewed way in which we are going to uh, make our uh, draft picks. So the order is Taylor first, Travis second, Alan third, and then me fourth. And obviously it's a snake draft, so I'll pick twice and then we'll go back up and down. All right, we ready to go? Let's do it. All right, tra- uh, Taylor, up first. Okay, uh, sorry, Trav and Emily, but I'm going to go with Star Wars yep. right off the bat. That's a good choice. Yeah, I, I can't figured go wrong. That's fine. That would be a very, very uh, good pick. Damn it, i got to change everything here. <laughs> All right, Trav, you're next. Slee, you're going to not like what I'm going to take. Don't do it. I am going to do it. I am going to do it because there's three of them. Two yeah. of them are, and it's one of the few that has the sequel may actually be a little bit better than the original, even though Gosh, the third one's a bit it. of a dog. I'm going to take The Godfather. Sorry, buddy. All right, Had Al. Do it. By the way, that's um, that would have been my first pick, so you're smart to take that one. I don't even know where this is on other people's lists, but I'm going to go ahead and take it anyways. Do I want it now? Gosh, do that on my plane. Too much this, too much that. <laughs> she might take it. She might not take it. I actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a risk here. I'm gonna go Rocky. Rocky will okay. be my Great first. Uh, that'll be my first pick. Yeah, don't worry. I was not gonna take that. Uh, By the way, I, you, you may be able to work out a trade for me. Mm. Just okay. p- p- pitch me I'll back. Make him an we'll, see. we'll see. Okay, so too. this one I like a lot. Uh, it's a big part of my childhood. Uh, I. I'm taking it first because I think someone else might take it later. It's maybe not my first choice of franchise, but. Probably the best animated franchise ever, Toy Story. So love Toy Story. It's amazing. Again, the second this movie might I be better up. than the first movie. Emily, it's look amazing. at my face. This is why I screwed up. <laughs> I, I thought that I was going to be able to slide that through and get it last. I, re- I really did. That was my wow. next pick, too. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Hey. You know it's a good pick if we all wanted it. Yes. All good right. you. All right, so next one. This one um, is, I don't know if you guys really like the series. You probably didn't. Travis, maybe you watched it with your kids. I love this. It came out at the perfect time for me as a, as a young adult. Um, there is a new pre- uh, prequel coming out this November. It's The Hunger Games. It's really oh. having a revival right now. I love The Hunger Games. It has a really unique storyline. It's a dystopian, but it's not like super corny. So Hunger Games is my second pick. Alan? All right. Well, two of my picks are already gone. Um, I'll go with this. Trav, I'm concerned that you may take it, so I feel like i got to take it right now. You also could very well not. National Lampoons is part of my- Vacation uh, movies? Yeah. I'm going to take that one as my number two. That's a great choice. I'm going very specific to Travis here with my next pick. This is this is not one of the- You don't even- I, I don't even think most people would think of it as a franchise, but by Emily, by your rule, there just needs to be more than yes. one. So yeah, I, I didn't say that before- I'm deeming franchise as anything with more than one movie. Okay. You I'm taking Top Gun just because I want okay. Jennifer Connelly in my in my batting order. That that Penny from P- Top Gun Maverick needs to be on any of these lists if I can find a way to work it out, so I will take the Top Gun franchise. Good choice, good choice. All right, Taylor. I'm going to go with the Batman franchise. Dang it. Dang. Um, I was going to take that. I don't know which ones I get, but I'm going to take them all. I yeah, I I grant you all of them. <laughs> Do you get? Does he get the TV series too? With, uh, uh, Adam I West? think anything <laughs> in Batman IP is taken. You got it. All right, you get to go again. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. I don't like every Marvel movie ever created, but I like enough of them to choose this franchise. Um, the MCU. The MCU. Yeah, give me that. All right, you have three really, really strong taking choices a lot of that good are very ones popular. Are, yeah, that are. He does, and he has that. As far as like box office goes, yes. he's demolishing Money. the rest of yeah. us. <laughs> he's he's just absolutely killing us. So it's a good choice. So I'm gonna throw because I'm done picking after I pick here. This is not a box office choice. This is a movie franchise where there are only two, and one of them might be one of the worst movies ever made. But I want to have the first movie in because it's one of my all time favorites. I'm skipping over giant blockbusters like the Fast and the Furious franchise, where I think they're on ten right now right that's been around forever and ever um i'm skipping over james bond where there's been a million of those those have made a lot of money along the way i'm going caddyshack just because i want caddyshack the original in my mix caddyshack 2 is the worst movie ever put to print I, i i'm standing by that i haven't seen every movie i've seen a lot of them give me caddyshack all right al all right so did rocky did national lampoons 
Uh, I'm going to go back to the future franchise as my third one. Uh, I had to pick through a couple. I could have went with another one that I'm just going to leave it to the side, let it be. I'll go back to the future. Which is your favorite in the series? Um, First one is my favorite. Okay. All right. So this next one, I have a couple to choose from that I'm really nervous about. One, obviously, I don't know if I want to, you know, attach myself to it anymore, but it it was something when I was a kid I loved a lot. But I think I'm going to go with... A movie series with one of the best sports scenes of all time, Twilight. I'm going to put Twilight as my third pick, and I know that no one else (laughs) is going to pick it, but I'm going to put Twilight, the Twilight series, because it's so camp, it's so amazing. Give me Twilight. Okay, I'm going to make... Taylor wins this game because he's got Star Wars, Batman, and Marvel, and the box office, and the universal appeal of almost all these movies. It's, It's a slam dunk. I think you and I have the second best list, Lee. And you can talk to me because here, rude. Here, here's why. Well, see, <laughs> yours are all very specific. Yeah. We get a little bit of everything. We both have a, a drama. Mm-hmm. We both have a comedy. And we both have an action. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? same so for me. No, but these are like teeny bopper movies. Okay, the no, Toy no, no, Story no. I have great. I have comedy, Toy Story, and uh, yeah. Lovely Twilight. Uh, both action te- and te- drama. Te- teeny bopper. Hunger nonsense. Games. Action <laughs> and drama. Okay, so I have teeny all bopper three. nonsense. Uh, Tina Bonk for nonsense. That's amazing. I, perhaps I, I'm not arguing the the amazingness of it, but Slee, you and I have a full palette. Are you surprised oh, Indiana Jones didn't go? Great choice. Great yeah, choice. that's how I was picking my last one. What was about Ted? Be Indiana guys? Jones? Or- yeah, we're gonna get annoyed that we didn't. I, w- have Ted I will again. say Ted has been in every one of our rankings. That people get upset that Ted's not in it. It's, it's doesn't even matter what mention. the conversation is. I like it. I like it. All right, let's talk a little bit more about LeBron. You mentioned Slee. That was a good list, Em. Good job. Um, he wasn't very good. Of all the Lakers, like the weak link in the Laker chain in game one, and it wasn't an F, but it was not nearly what you would expect from LeBron James in a big game. He was inefficient. He did look a, a, a half a step slow. He did look like he wasn't firing on all cylinders. And you wonder, it's like, look, he, we keep forgetting. He was supposed to miss more time than he did. Two different doctors told him to get his foot surgically repaired and shut it down for season, the season. ending. Yeah. And he's still going through it. And there's, you know, peaks and valleys along the way. As weird as it is to say it, it feels like he could be like the wild card, the X factor, mm. however you want to describe it. That if he just and he doesn't need to be ten times better than he was. He just needs to be more like he typically is. And what felt like a near perfect performance from the Lakers a couple of nights ago gets even better. So let, let me kind of give you I don't know if this is the right box score but I'm going to I'm going to give you an example on this. Game 6 Lakers close out the Memphis Grizzlies. They win their game by 40. Okay? Bronze stat line in game 6. 9 of 13 from the field. Okay? Took five threes, not 8 or 9 or 10. Had 22 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. He was very, very efficient. Only had to play 30 minutes because Lakers won that game. That's a remarkable difference than I took 24 shots to go get 22 points. So I think what you just said, you look at his box score in that game against the Grizzlies, it's nothing crazy, right? 9 of 13 is nothing crazy. It's LeBron kind of filling up the, the, the stat line, which is what he does. He doesn't have to go off for 40. Nobody's saying go off for 40. But if you're asking Braun, of all the things that happened in this last game, if you're saying, is there a great greater likelihood that Braun has a better game? That's, I think, most likely of a lot of the stuff that's out there. Maybe other things will change. The backcourt might change. The free throw discrepancy might change. The three-point shooting might change. There might be a lot of things that change, but I think one thing that you could look at and say Braun, Braun had game five. Remember that game in Memphis where he went five of 17? Yeah, terrible night. He was awful. Yeah. But he came back the next night, and everybody's saying, well, he's, you know, he's tired, he's this, that. Shot nine of 13, he was incredibly efficient. Braun is an interesting one that I think maybe we're at that stage where you need Anthony Davis to have four really good games. Mm-hmm. He had one already. Lakers won that game. Yep. And I don't think you need LeBron James to be the 2018 LBJ. He doesn't need to be that. No. All LeBron needs to be is efficient from the field, um, do kind of what he always does, a 27-7-7 type of game, don't take so many threes. Try to get most of your damage inside the basket. I don't think that's unrealistic. 
it, it's not. I want to I want to play this from Rob Polinka, who was on with Mason in Ireland yesterday, talking about you know collaborating with LeBron James, working with LeBron James, because I think what you're describing, Slee, is is very very likely based on his answer to this. What's the one thing more than anything else you've learned working with LeBron? You know, it's Darvin and Darvin as the head coach, me as the GM. Of course, you're you're always tapping into your captains and getting both you know feedback and inspiration from them. I think. You know, just the business nature of LeBron, especially when it comes to playoff time, just how methodical he is. I mean, I think it, in a film session with his teammates, um, obviously having faced the Warriors and other playoff matchups, just the, the details and the fine points that he brings to the table is, is pretty pretty remarkable. Okay, so what, what I'm hearing with an answer like that is – what did he say? He talked about the business side of this, right? The business of the playoffs. You're talking about the film session, the details, to understand how it works. Nobody understands it better than LeBron James, right? He just he is a basketball genius. Mm-hmm. He he sees the whole board as it's happening in real time, like very few people can. That's why what you were describing, Slee, I think is so likely to happen. He knows that he needs to be more efficient. He knows that he needs to be, you know, maybe more selective might not be the right word, but just more aware of what each possession is. There's nobody that I have more faith in being able to do that, make that adjustment than LeBron James. Maybe he doesn't have that first step like he used to. Maybe he's ice cold from behind the three-point line. He absolutely is. But if it comes down to making the right play, making the right decision, putting the other four guys on the court in a position to have success – that's the right guy to, to bet on, right? Even if he did have a night where he couldn't get the ball in the basket, he's still a guy that's going to make a million good decisions and only a handful of bad ones. There's something unique happening since the trade deadline. What's unique is the Lakers, for the last couple of years, everything is on Braun. Everything's on his shoulders. Bring the ball up the floor. Even if he's not bringing up the, the ball up the floor, everything's going to run through him. What's unique right now with Braun and this Lakers roster is there are times – Braun is on the floor, but he's not a part of a play. Mm. Braun is standing on the sideline. Austin Reeves is running a screen and roll with Anthony Davis. D'Angelo Russell in that third quarter of game one, there was very much, D'Lo, go. We we need you to go. And if if you're D'Angelo Russell, I think you are kind of waiting a little bit for the green light. LeBron's on the team. AD's on the team. Sure. You got these guys. But there also isn't this... D'Angelo misses a shot, and LeBron's rolling his eyes saying, why are you taking that shot? It helps LeBron when other guys can kind of keep things going, when it doesn't all have to be on his shoulders. On top of all that, there's still going to have to be moments, like every great player that's ever played the game, where the ball is in your hands. And when you do have the ball, you got to deliver. And if the chances are, I don't think we're going to be sitting here three games in and saying, you know, LeBron just keeps keeps not delivering i don't think that's going to be our conversation all right laker fans what are your expectations for lebron plus what franchises did we miss i'm sure we missed a whole bunch of them along the way that's coming up next and got to talk about our guy otani sleep because what he did last night was just straight up stupid just dumb defies explanation that's next travis lee 710 espn this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Upset of the day in the franchise picks was Emily not taking uh, National Treasure. I thought, like, of the three things we were all going to get, I figured that National Treasure was, like, carved into one of your boxes. Yes. So, okay, I she was played on played defense the... right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, choice, exactly. Though. Yeah. I had to... So I was thinking about National Treasure a lot, and I just felt like it was the second... Oh, no. I, I'm lying if I'm saying the second isn't as good as the first, because they're both amazing. But the third... <laughs> <laughs> the third has been rumored for so long, so I feel like I I know my definition of a franchise is anything with more than one movie, but I thought that the Twilights had five, and it gave me I don't know it felt more like a franchise. Wait, there's to five me. of those movies? I yes, there were three. <laughs> they separated the fourth one into two movies, so you oh, can get no. the most out of each movie. I did not uh, know that, Taylor. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> can you name all the movies uh, of it? Uh, the, the first one was Don't Give a Damn. The second was Couldn't Care Less. Mm. The third one. What's the third one? <laughs> I think it was, Eclipse is one, right? Yes, it's Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn Part 1, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh. Francis and Glendale tweeted, Emily going with Twilight is like the Raiders drafting some random guy no one was going to pick until the seventh round. Hey, go with my gut, guys. I have a bright future <laughs> a for this guy. Gallery. I like that you stayed true to your uh, your sensibilities, Em. Good choice. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow we are on the road, Slee. We yeah. are in Anaheim. A little Cinco de Mayo celebration. ESPN Alley is taking over Salida Tacos and Margaritas in Anaheim. It's right behind the ballpark. It's on Cattell Avenue, right there, right up the 57 freeway. It is a Cinco de Mayo fiesta. We're giving away Angels tickets for tomorrow night's game. Angels are hot, too, by the way. Mandy's Awards tickets, Salida gift cards, and more starting at 10 a.m. Me and Slee, Mason in Ireland, Sedano and Cap, all of us are there. The entire 710 crew at Anaheim's hottest new restaurant, Salida Tacos and Margaritas. Light the fire within and feed your soul thanks to our partners coors light and dos hombres mezcal and slee we blew it i'm seeing this right here we got to take this phone call really quick yeah it not only did we miss this one but there's another one that i know you really should have taken i already explained the in there but did yeah. you yeah all right let's go to dino in sherman oaks dino you're on with trav and slee hey guys thanks for taking the call um i would have uh, a vote for die hard as a franchise to put in there uh love john mcclain and the first two movies were pretty good for me. Um, then I have a, a question for you guys about the Lakers. Should they win the championship? Um, would it be a good idea to invite the 2020 team on one of the buses so they can get their due time in the parade? Just thinking a little bit ahead. I don't want to like you know jinx anything. But no, you're not thinking at all ahead. We're just one game into the second, <laughs> second round. <laughs> Okay, Dean, bad phone call for a couple of reasons. Number one, you pointed out a franchise that we all should have taken, right? That Die Hard, Die Hard's a great choice, um, which made me think, Slee, yeah. uh, and we'll get to your idea about the parade, Dean. That was a very good call, actually. Um, how did you not take Lethal Weapon? Here's why. <laughs> I just went for popular picks. Like, I, I didn't... Be Come on, I know, but I never went... I never thought to myself, like, Lethal Weapon was going to be... Like it was going to go in the in the second round or something along those lines. Caddyshack and Top Gun were? Well, those you threw me off with. I didn't <laughs> right. know you were going to go that. That's the idea. You took Godfather, yeah. so Godfather right First out the one gate. needs to be chalk, right? After yeah. that, let's go weird. I should have just went Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, and... Fast and Furious? Ted. <laughs> and Ted. Ted. Yeah, it's not a bad call. It's not a bad call. The idea of putting the 2020... Like, so you're talking about... Let's go find Caruso and KCP and Danny Green and Rondo and Dwight and JaVale and all of those guys and letting them be a part of it. It's a nice gesture. It's a nice thought. But the fact of the matter is, it's three years ago. Yeah. It's just, it's a long time ago. And not that it wasn't great and everything else. It's just, sadly, everything that happened in that year, year and a half, two-year window just is never going to be like everything else was. It, it's a little, It's a little weird, but at the same time, I think let's just hypothetically, again, we're just speaking out of our you-know-what, if Laker fans are seeing these bus, this bus go by and it's the 2023 champions, 2022-2023 champions, and if you said, hey, do you know who's in that other bus that never got an opportunity to get a parade but won an NBA championship and it's Dwight Howard and it's Rondo and it's Caruso and some of those other guys – I think Laker fans would give them the oh, love sure. of course they that would. they deserve. But it's it's an interesting conversation to be had. I never really thought about it. And 
mostly never thought about it because we didn't think the Lakers three months ago would be in a position where they're in the playoffs, where they're competing in the playoffs, where they're up one nothing in the second round. So it, it's an interesting conversation. Is it not a little bit anti godsy to start talking about parade accommodations? Well, he said, I know, I'm, I know, I'm speaking a little too soon. <laughs> a couple months soon. Yeah, as as soon as you can speak. This is way too Training soon. Training camp is over. What about the parade? <laughs> if I can't say something, I did say after the Lakers lost game five. Remember right after they lost game five? Warriors-Lakers. In that was a little too two. soon. I probably shouldn't have done that. That was a, but bet, it, but that it, was a better bet than I parade agree. talk. But I, I think that was – I wasn't picking the underdogs. I was picking the favorites. So the Angels beat the Cards last night. Mike Trout hit a home run, top of the ninth inning. Um, it was a Walsh that hit another one. One of the other Angel I don't know who it was. Somebody else hit another home run late in the game to kind of break it open. Taylor Ward, I think, is who it was. Um, Otani had a weird one, and I mean that. Trout homered, Rendon singled, yeah. Otani scored. So Shohei Otani last night struck out 13 guys, mm-hmm. okay, which – under any circumstances, is a brilliant Unbelievable. Night. Yep. Otani struck out 13 guys in five innings. There are only 15 outs through five innings. He struck out 13 batters through five innings. And what's so bizarre about this is he also had a bad night on the mound. Hmm. By by Shohei Otani standards, he gave up five hits. He gave up four earned runs. He, did, he only walked one guy, which is not halfway bad. And he gave up a couple of homers. The, the only Shohei Otani can strike out 13 guys in five innings and actually have an off night by his standards. That And, oh, by the way, he had three hits. He had a double. He scored a run. Jesus. He was as dangerous offensively as he ever is. On mm-hmm. a very same night, he struck out 13 guys in one game. It's Every single time we talk about this guy, it's another thing that we've never seen before. 13 Ks in five innings. Okay, and then if we could just talk – Let's spread in the Angels portion of this. We're a little over a month into the season. Uh-huh. They're up. They were up 11-5. Cardinals just scored two runs. So they're up 11-7 in the bottom of the sixth inning. Let's say they end up holding on to this. They end up getting this win. Yep. They'll have won four in a row. Yep. They'd be 18-14. and 14, Be one game out of the division. Texas 18-12 uh, and 12 up to this point. I think there's also something that the conversation, Otani always blows us out of the water when you say otani did this and you could fill in whatever you want can i on give it. you one right now yeah over the last seven days shohei otani has 11 hits has 21 strikeouts on the mound ready no other major league player in the modern era has had a 10 hit week and a 20 strikeout week during the same season let alone in the exact same week he just did that can't do anything yesterday I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I don't. And, and the point that I was trying to make is the Otani stuff always comes up. It's a surprise, but it's also not because it's we're frequently talking about you're not mentioning any other player in Major League Baseball with what you just said. I want to say it again. He had 11 hits and 21 strikeouts in a week. No one had ever done that in a season, had two weeks like that in a season. He did it in one week. Here's the only surprise with Otani. Not not the not the surprise of Otani. This is, I think, what becomes more interesting, and Angels got out of the inning. What becomes more interesting is, in a month from now, you're still in the division race. Mm-hmm. Two months from now, you're getting closer to the trade deadline. Where are you? Are you close enough to where you're taking the, the risk? Remember we talked about this. What would be the best case scenario if, if he ends up going to the Dodgers, if that's where he decides he's – I want to be a Los Angeles – let's just keep, say hypothetically. Keep, keep talking, let, let's just say hypothetically that that's what he eventually decides. Uh-huh. We said the best case scenario for the Dodgers would be this. Maybe not for this year, but for big picture. And Dodgers are not a – they're thinking of this year. They're always thinking big picture. They're thinking both, but sure. they always have the big picture in mind. Well, what if the Angels are just close enough to making the playoffs and they're in the division hunt and they have a chance to be one of the top six teams in the AL? What if that's the case by the time you get close to the trade deadline? You know what I think is not going to happen? I don't think Shohei Otani will get traded. I don't. Which means that all those assets that you have for the Dodgers, you keep. And if you're Shohei and you want to eventually go to the Dodgers – I think you also want to go to the Dodgers where they still have all these assets. Sure. 
where you're just it's more of how much you're paying to get Shohei. It's not you paid and you depleted. You're paying and you're giving him exactly what he's been looking for, a, a situation that is virtually guaranteed to yep. make you competitive. Okay, and then what if you get to September and that race that is continuing and the Angels are in the mix and then the Angels just become the franchise that they've been every single year for X amount or of they years. they get beat right away. But let's just say, okay, let's say that they got in right. and they get beat right away. Right away. But what if they also were three games back and missed the playoffs? Sure. Now it's you kind of got a clean slate, everything else. So it, uh, things are kind of. Did you made? Did you sneak in and do like a spy camera thing on my notes? Because it is exactly right. This this is oddly the perfect scenario for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. The, what, what is happening with Otani and the Angels is a perfect scenario for the Dodgers. Have the Angels be in it, even if they get in. I don't. The only path, I think, to Otani staying with the Angels is they go to the World Series and they win it, which I think is one in a hundred. They got per- one of those they, – they had one of those runs yep. that and, and will never happen just, again. It's very unlikely to happen. And even under that circumstance, Otani's a smart guy. I don't know if he's looking around and saying, oh, they figured everything out. I think he knows we just caught it exactly okay. right. Can I also say this? Let's just say that happened. Let's yeah. say the Angels went to the World Series and they, they won a World Series championship. Yep. It's almost as if this isn't the greatest comp to it, but do you think anybody will ever be upset at Kawhi Leonard in Toronto? No, you won a championship. Not. No, he could you won a championship. They, they, they built you won a statue championship for and the you guy. left, right? Yeah. And you left. Yeah. They wanted him to stay there, but you won a championship. Otani, even if he won a World Series there, could then say, Well, I won a World Series with you guys. I'm moving on. I don't trust you. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that we have this figured out. I think the guys 30 miles up the road have. Nice knowing you. Enjoy the World Series. I'm going to go win four more with these guys. I, it's it's breaking the way you want it to break for the Dodgers. we got some more people that want to get in on our movie franchise talk. Plus, what do you think LeBron looks like in Game 2? More Game 1 or real LeBron? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The big CY checking in with us. How you feeling today, Clinton? It's Star Wars Day, so I'm feeling great. I was going to say, you're fired up May for the 4th be with you. This well, is the way, et cetera, et cetera. Sliwa, would you like to confess to him, or do I have to do it on your behalf? Um, you I'm not. One, on by the way, behalf. I'm not one of these <laughs> Lucasfilm supremacists. I'm not going to like lose my mind <laughs> no, no, no. just because somebody's not all into something or hasn't we, seen one thing We did our May the 4th draft movie franchises and yeah. these kind of things, and, and we were talking a little bit about Star Wars. Al has not had the pleasure quite yet. I, I'm trying yeah. to. It's it's one of those waters where it's like you, pro- you don't you don't watch a lot of NHL hockey either, do you? Kind of think like there's certain things that are yeah, just kind of that, that was actually pretty accurate as well. That was, <laughs> yeah, just, you're too old to adapt now. I was waiting for him the, to come yeah. in and break down Leon Drysaddle's four goal night. <laughs> okay, is it too late? Is it too late on Star Wars? Of course not. It's not that it's too late. It's just that you're at. Would a point I be into it? I don't think you would like it even a little. You're bit. You're at a point now where. You're picking a local team, and you're sticking with the local team, and then you branch out into what else is happening in the galaxy. Like, if you like a character or a show, just watch that show. You know what I'm saying? And if you like that show, for whatever it's worth, you'll be fine. But, I don't like, for example, for somebody who's never seen football, I don't say, oh, yeah, sit down and watch all 32 teams, full game tape, all 22s. No, you're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's not how that Nobody does that. You'll watch maybe, right, you know what I mean? You'll watch maybe Red Zone. You know what I mean? That's about it. So no, Some YouTube highlights. Always a good day to get into Star Wars. What do you make of this? You and I love to to talk some baseball. And Al, Al, I just, I I hit him with this. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I had to read it three times to even figure out what it means. I had to hear it three times to figure out what it means. So Otani over the last three days, or excuse me, last week, last seven days, as an offensive player, he has 11 hits in the last seven days. Right. As a pitcher, he has 21 Ks. No other player in modern Major League Baseball history has had a 10 week 20 uh, 10 hit week and a 20 strikeout week in the same season. <laughs> he did it in a week. Right. Okay, so what here's the thing that? about what this. What do we do? We're official right. And I'm kind of with Slee here. Let's simplify some of these uh superlatives. 
I, I don't need no other player in history anymore. Like, we know. We're done with yeah, that. We, we know. I'm at the point now where, and maybe this is foolish because it's short time, you know, it's like not going to be a big deal in, I don't know, 20 years. Just, there's another award for him. MVP, Cy Young, get those out of here. Those are pedestrian awards, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. He has his own category. Of, right. That's the thing. Maybe name it after, I don't know, Double Duty, one of these guys that play, you know, like. It's, Double Duty Radcliffe? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, or whoever. Like, by the way, that guy, there's a game that's played. There's a high school all-star baseball game that's played in his honor in Chicago. Every no kidding. Year you would love. But my point is, is that, like, okay, I get it. He's doing things nobody else has ever done. Yeah. Like, I'm watching this not with a lens backwards of everybody else who couldn't do this. I'm watching this with a lens forward of, yeah, get everybody else off the stage. Okay, so You know with, what I'm saying? That that's where mind. I am. I don't I was, argue with that. I was talking with somebody who is um, – a, a, a scout, I'll we'll put it that way. Sure. Who watches in baseball. Like, in baseball. And I asked him, I said, hey, does this kind of like, kind of similar to what we've talked about with Steph, that all of a sudden, taking 30 footers, if you can make 30 footers, go ahead. This is an excellent question. Right? So now that someone has shown this is a possibility that you can be a major league caliber pitcher mm-hmm. and a major league caliber slugger, will we see. More high school coaches be open to it. More college coaches be open to it. More organizations be open to it moving forward where that kid that's a, a high rounder, well, we love him on the mound, but we think his future actually might be in the outfield. They they kind of push that kid in one direction or the other. They're more open to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, so we're going to see more? He goes, absolutely not. No. And the only the main reason, too, is <laughs> because, because he's one of one. Yeah. And also, I think hmm. be, the, the fact that he's not an American helps here because the way the development works, that just doesn't fly in American baseball systems you're right. not you have to play way too much baseball before you ever get to a spot where you're ever going to be seen biting in the bigs i feel like in japan where not only was he a star but that was nurtured in terms of his ability to grow as a player like it was different they had to take that option any major league team did they did but his point was more there aren't people that can do this. oh no yeah they, absolutely. And, and i said to him not i'm not talking about be the best you don't have to be a combination of garrett cole and aaron judge right mm-hmm. just a guy because we see there's a Michael Lorenzen. There's Micah Owings. Sure. There's, there's, there's a Darren couple two-way guys that have made it to professional ball. Not even the big. John Olerud was yeah. a two-way guy through the minor leagues for a period of time. Jake Cronenworth was a pitcher. Like There, there right. are some guys that could maybe survive as that. Kenley Jansen, by the way. But there just aren't enough guys that could survive at the big league level on both of those. Not even, even close. Even league average but, but, at both. But, but, not but, even close. But, but, but I do think your question is, it's an interesting one, because maybe not at the big league level, Slee, but you might see, the, I mean, and two-way guys happen a lot at, at lower levels of the game. You might see somebody break through eventually to the point that they are. They're not Shohei, because no hey Shohei. Nobody's yep. Shohei. Yep. But they are a scrapper. That's a 25th guy, because like, hey, you need him in a spot. You need him to be your backup, whoever. There's a kid who's coming out of... I can't remember what his name is. He was a catcher in high school, played football, and it throws Bucko eight. I mean, like Bucko Bucko one, and you're like, "Yo, there's there's guys that can do a lot of specialized things." We'll Does see what he happens. give up three hits in inning like Bruce Arnold? <laughs> no. Adderall? I mean, right. well, okay, real, real quick, real quick on the Otani <laughs> yes. thing. I do think it will at least open up the conversation where maybe that wasn't there before. And the problem is, is Otani is so excellent at both that it. There's no standard here of you can't you're not supposed to have somebody be that good at both and be really the first one that's doing it. I'm not saying he's the first, but he's doing it consistently. He had three hits yesterday. Yeah. He had the 13 strikeouts in five innings. But don't don't you yeah. think in five freaking innings? But don't you think it at least opens it up more? You you use Steph as an example, taking a 30 footer. You know that there's coaches saying, "What the hell you're are the you bench. doing? You're, you're done." Sure. Now there's Trey Young that came out of it. He's not Steph Curry, but Trey Young. Trey Young came out of it. Jordan Poole is kind of a similar type of player. Again, he's not Steph Curry. Can't don't don't you think in the next ten fifteen years there will be guys that come up? They're doing it both. They're not doing it at that level, but they're doing it both. There are guys that are doing it now, but let me tell you how that conversation is going to go in any professional clubhouse, and not even a big league one. Guy's going to say, "Hey, coach." I think I can do both like Otani. And he's going to say, when you hit a ball out of the stadium like Otani, then you'll get a shot. That's what it comes down to. If you show it, maybe you'll get a look. But if not, it's not happening because nobody has time for that. One quick thing, though. I need to get to this because, you know, I know that you guys are hardcore chalk talking. Lakers, you know, listen, you guys are all into the sets. You guys are breaking down tape. And, and, uh, you know, know, I don't care about that. I know about that. I don't care about that. Are we giving rings to just any anybody that was ever on the team in the history of the last? I'm not the right person because I'm so the other way. Like, 
I, this he is actually ridiculous. entertained it. I think you should listen to Trav on this. This is one. ridiculous to me, it. Travis. That 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 I'm not saying I'd Russell want Westbrook one. and Patrick Beverly want rings. I, I'm not if the so Lakers win the Patrick title. Patrick Beverly was the one that broached the subject, right? Shocker. It's crazy the, to me. Right. This is crazy. By the way, me. did they say that they hooked, linked up in the gym? Like they were they were hanging out at the gym together? Is that I, what I heard? I, about I, I don't know the answer okay. to that All question. Right. So, but I think that. It's a little bit like the baseball playoff share, right? I think yeah. you make an offer that if you're Beverly or you're any of the Westbrook, I'm trying to think of some of the other guys that, that went out the other way. Kendrick Juan Nunn. Toscano like, Anderson. Juan Toscano Anderson. Right. You don't want it. You had nothing to do with it. But I do think there's this – look, they played two-thirds of the season <sighs> with the team. Don't they have some investment in it? I wouldn't want Playoff it. share, maybe. Ring? No way. No way. Can't have that. That's awkward, isn't it? This the the classic. I'm That's gonna, wearing a dead guy's suit after his funeral kind of situation. I'm going you know to offer I mean? like, it to you, knowing and hoping that you decline. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Isn't it? You one know of what? It might, it might it might be one of those. You sent out a courtesy extension, right? And then I know you're not going to come, but it's right. incumbent on me to invite you so I can say that I invited you. I know you don't want to be there. I don't want you there to begin with, but I'm going to invite you. And with this this unspoken agreement, you're going to say no. I need a full Love Is Blind reality show reveal. Where they invite everybody there, LeBron shows up and bestows the ring on whoever the, he thinks deserves it. The only it. way I'm the Lakers and I'm willing to give a ring to Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook is if they're basically saying, guys, listen, we left and you guys got really good. <laughs> they, and, they, they and made the, a culpa. And the help that you guys got back for us. No, what it we is, deserve it for that. That's the I, only thing that I could think I of. I made it so toxic around here <laughs> yes. that just merely removing my presence was an incredible gift. Respect that. <laughs> full heel, full Sith, as we like to say there you go. in the Star Wars world. It's good to see you guys. Speaking Very of quickly, Shohei, yes. Otani on Otani up. which team next year? Seattle Mariners. Mm. It's on the list. Those, that that's the it's a three team list. That's one of them. Yeah. That's one of them. The other one wears blue and pays about five minutes from here. Can't wait. There's one more. That's happening. I'm gonna speak it into existence. <laughs> oh, the, the force is strong. With the dump coming up next is Travis <laughs> Lee, seven ten ESPN. All right, before we get to the items in the dump, very quickly I wanted to read a tweet from a member of the Travis Lee community. Tim in the OC writes, My favorite franchise is the Jason Bourne franchise, but according to Emily, Matt Damon is not a movie star, so does my favorite indie franchise. Yeah, it's, it's, that doesn't count. Emily, does that qualify as a, as a franchise, well the enough. Bournes? Oh, of course. It's, but it's obviously a small indie franchise without a movie star. Yeah, yeah they only make $100 million a movie. Probably, that's probably low. I'm not good on the, uh, right, exactly. the movie metrics, but it seems like a pretty Yeah, I don't think it counts. This is weird. Um, Alabama, University of Alabama, the Tide, has fired their baseball coach. Okay. So their baseball coach, a guy by the name of Brad Bohannon, was fired today. Five days after suspicious wagering activity was detected on a Alabama game at LSU, the school announced that AD uh, Greg Byrne has, quote, initiated the termination process, close quote, for Bahannon for, among other things, violating the standards, duties, and responsibilities expected hmm. of university employees. This may be the one thing you can't come back from. So a couple of days ago, there was a weird story that popped up where the state of Ohio basically stopped taking action on Alabama baseball games. That's just a weird sentence to say out loud. That the state of Ohio said, "Hey, there's weird stuff going on with wow. the Alabama baseball team and the action coming in on this game." Five days later, uh, their head coach gets capped. Yeah, that's a that's probably what did you say when people say fixing the NBA and this yeah. and that? I think you said these people don't want to serve jail time. Yes. Right? That when it comes to betting and fixing, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying that it hasn't happened before. But there's also incredible risk when you do do it. Let's use the baseball coach of Alabama. You just said something there. You're not getting another gig. Probably not. This is probably it for you. You can. So if you wanted to make another extra 10, 15, 20, 100, I don't know what the number is, whatever you were making and being a part of this. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you'd have a better chance of getting another job after robbing a bank than I think after doing something like this, because I, I can't, you can say, I was what is your, my, just out of curiosity, what is, if you're trying to get another job after you rob the bank? Yeah. Just what is that conversation? So here, here's the conversation. Yeah. Here's the conversation. I was strung out. 
I was out of my, I was having problems. Taylor's listening. I was having problems at work. I was having problems with my family. I, I, there was a death that had just happened and I was out of my mind and I was desperate and I didn't know what to do. And I made the, the worst mistake in my life. I didn't hurt anybody. I never had a gun when I went in there. I just told the, the teller that I had something in my pocket. And, and, so detailed. And I feel like it never happened. happen again. And, <laughs> That's and, good. And, 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 and I was in a terrible, terrible And all spot. you need is one person to sympathize yeah. with you and say, we're going to give you a hey, second hey, shot. Why, uh, why uh, did Alabama's baseball games get taken off the board? Uh, well... Not a good story there. Uh, there's not much of a story to tell there as well. Uh, it is National Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Um, on twenty on this day in 2010, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Elaine Bennis, perhaps, yep. um, Selena Meyer from Veep. Oh, by the way, you couldn't have been more right about Veep. Veep is so good. Ama- it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so late to the party on this one. An amazing show. Julia Louis-Dreyfus receives the 2,407th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, mm. although her original star... Her name was misspelled, <laughs> which is terrific. As someone who frequently has, I would imagine you too with your first name, because there's two common spellings yeah. of your first name. You probably get a couple of L-A, or A-L-A-N's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does it bother you? Um, it doesn't bother me if I'm at Starbucks <laughs> right, exactly. and they wrote A-L-A-N. It bothers me if Disney, who writes my check, kept putting a-l-a-n it's like guys i've been here for a while can you just spell my name but, correctly okay, but even under that circumstances like you leave my last name frequently is spelled without the d yeah. it happens all the time mm-hmm. and it's like what as long as the check cashes i don't really care but if you're making a monument right and and that's sure. what a, a hollywood walk of fame star is it's a monument yeah. to your success in the entertainment industry don't we double check that that's just yeah that one should be that one should be pretty Feels like you should get that one simple. Right. There is a 30 for 30 that is a four-part series that's going to be on the life of Bill Walton that's going to come out next month. Where are you on a four-part 30 for 30 on the life and times of Bill Walton? I'm going to need more info. I'm going to need a trailer that's going to somehow kind of suck me in because just based off of a four-part series on Bill Walton – I am not waiting for that to get to my streaming thirty for thirty and say play. So it doesn't it doesn't really take me in as much as uh, even as a San Diego mother, right? He's a native. Even as a school. even as a San Diego, probably got to be a whole episode based on the Grateful Dead, or just mm-hmm. about drugs. Well, so here's the thing, and and. I don't By want the to... way, sort of interested, just right out the <laughs> gate with that. Let me pitch you on this. Bill mm-hmm. Walton has a strong case for the greatest college basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. He was unbelievable yep. at UCLA. He was painfully shy. He had a speech impediment, really struggled to articulate himself, and went long stretches of time where he didn't say anything. Goes into the NBA, becomes one of the best players in the NBA, wins an NBA championship, and then has an injury, and is more or less never the same ever again. It's an excruciating pain yep. throughout almost all of his Championship with the Blazers, life. right? That's where his championship was. Right. Mm-hmm. Did get one with the Celtics later on as kind of as a, as a role player. Discovers his voice both literally and mm-hmm. metaphorically and has not stopped talking since, right? That this is a man that you don't have to ask him a question. He's just going to go. That's a pretty compelling so, story. So just that's why, let's hypothetically, you watch it and you say, oh, you should watch this. This is really good. Or there's a buzz about it. Or there's a trailer out there that I see and I'm like, okay, hey, this is actually a lot more interesting than I thought. But I need a little bit more. Just seeing it and reading it there didn't doesn't rope me in. All right, here's Les Snead with uh, Sedano and Cap yesterday. Asked, and they asked him whether or not they're punting on the upcoming season. A lot of people think you're punting on this season. What would you say to those people? I would say that, that we're definitely not punting on the season, and I think you're exactly right. When you, when you have a Matthew Stafford, when you pair him with you know Cooper Cup, who's got an offensive MVP in his bag, on the other side of football you have uh, Aaron Donald who changes the math, you're going to have a chance. If, as long as we surround them, with the with the right, let's call it co-pilots and lieutenants and and robins, and and we evolve collectively as a team. From let's call it game one to game sixteen, we're going to definitely have a chance, and we look forward to really we look forward to taking a step back. Not necessarily going from world champs and are you going to repeat or not, but going into this season, going just like we've always done. It, a little bit boring. Let's take this thing one game at a time. Okay, so that's Les Snead with Sedano and Cap yesterday. 
with depending on our lieutenants, our co-pilots, our Robins, as he's saying. Okay, cool. I get it. Aaron Donald's still here. Cooper Cup is still here. Yep. Matthew Stafford's still here. Do you buy the we're not punting on the season? Because I've seen the the roster that they're putting together, and it doesn't feel like they're running the team the way they've run it every other season for the last six years. I buy it to an extent. I think the beginning of the season, if they start out, we talked a little bit about this. If they start out the season one and four, they're punting. Schedule comes out a week from today, by the way. If they're three and three by the time you're six in, they're still kind of, you know, kind of going with the flow. I think there's a little bit of that. How do we start off? How do we look? What what's the rest of the division look like? I, I think there's a little bit more of a story still to be told. So that was an executive on Sedano and Cap yesterday. Mason and Ireland had Rob Palenka, and you were telling lies to Rob Palenka. What I say? We're going to get on. into it. Oh and wow! Super crosstalk. Wow. Next. Ramona in the house. John is on Comrex in San Francisco. John, are you there? Yeah. All right. All right. How real quick? What's uh? What's the vibe in in uh in San Francisco right now before game two? Optimistically pessimistic. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's very good. Okay. That sounds good. Good. Probably a tall order to win this game. Of all statistical metrics, point towards the Warriors, but they did in game one too, and we beat them that time. (laughs) That's true. Let's go. Optimistically pessimistic, John. I think you might have some input on this. So yesterday, Rob Polinka came on with you. Yeah. What did I lie? Now you've accused Mason of lying. Did I lie? No. This is a Mason lie. This is not an Ireland lie. I'll just play it for you. Okay. You mentioned pickleball. I'll just throw this in with great humility. I am the greatest pickleball player uh, at uh, 710 ESPN. I am. We'll, we'll have to get a rematch because D'Angelo, Russell, and I, we maneuvered our way to the Final Four in the uh, in the, in the the inaugural Lakers nice. pickleball tournament. Nice. So you, uh, you may have to show us your skills. So there, there wasn't a hedge. There wasn't a no, one-off. No hedge. There was, there was just a, I am the best pickleball player yes. at 710 when – Mr. Sliwa and myself have trophies proving that we are the ask, best pickleball player. Which of us has kept playing? <laughs> well, that's not the question. No, no. Well, now, this is listen. You this is this, the argument that you can make. Yes, you can say you got to the second round. Yeah, and we did not. That is correct. But we, to to say the other argument out is yeah. we have a trophy that says best yeah. pickleball players. John, John, didn't John break that did trophy? not like it's that trophy. Wall. Yeah, no, it's like still lodged. Well, John, you should, you should not wall. participate. I don't want to. I don't want to get you all worked up before you have a game to call tonight. So you know what this is feeling like. Oh, what's that it you feeling said like? You're 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 still playing. Yeah, Al, what are you hearing? We should play. Oh, you should. Oh, who, yeah. Who, we, if you feel like you've got the. Uh, the top spot because yeah. you've st- continued to play. Oh, let's you mean play. Let's if, if you pick a real match? Yeah. If you picked anybody from the radio station, who would you take? You take would you take Berg? Would you take Jorge? Would you go with Demarco? Who would you go with? I uh, I just saw Clinton Yates around here. Clinton's <laughs> Yates. pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yates is pretty good. Al, how you feel about that? Yeah. Look at look at yeah. sleeves. A home game yeah. or a road game? Because yeah. road is in your neck of the woods. It is, uh, in home Santa Monica, is in Pasadena. Is in Pasadena. It, it, exactly. It'll work as long as somebody else doesn't invite him to play on the same day. It'll, yeah, it's true. It'll it's all true. come together. So we were uh, May the 4th. Are you you're a Star Wars person? Pew, 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 pew. You're, you're not. I am. You I've are. seen them all. Okay. Ramona? Yeah. That's a no. No, that's I mean, not like, really <laughs> a strong. I'm not like a nerd about it. That, like, that's I've no. seen them. John, what about you? I saw the first six. And haven't seen one since. What are they up to now, Mace? Like 23? Well, there are 23, but nine are the ones that are the yeah. official ones. And then there's a bunch of other ones that are sort of there's side solo. stories. There's I have solo. never seen Rogue One, a exactly. non-Mark Hamill Star Wars. Okay. So I think Emily has made a terrible mistake. Because she watched them in the order they were released. Yes. I watched them before the last one came out. I watched them in the order of time, the order Mm. of the story. I like them better in the order of the story. It tells one big story as opposed to watching the middle three, then the end three, then the first three. So the... Pew! Pew! (laughs) Pew! 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 I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a way to get Al. Al's never seen him. Yeah, I know. Al's like yeah. you've never you're seen any. Slee, so you're 0 for 23. <laughs> yes, 0 for 23. Yeah. 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 Like you don't know who Darth knowledge. Vader is. I have no. I know who he is. I know who he is. But I, I've never sat and watched um, a full Star Wars movie. And he's trying to kind of rope me in. And I, I asked am. him, would I like him? I, and, I don't think and that his you sales would. job wasn't that. Be- I, I, I don't think you would love him. But so you th- don't know who that is. 
I can I can name that creature in I one I can name growl. that creature. Is that your your? <laughs> no, that was the actual. The movie. That was Chewy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you job of the hut. Yoda. No, those we know. We know those. <laughs> yeah, that Ireland is a good Yoda. attempt at, at Chewy right there. Can you yeah. do R2D2? Beep, boop, 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 boop. Pretty good. That's, yeah. That's a pretty that's good machine there. Okay, so if I'm gonna watch one, what am I watching? What, so what watch the, I would watch the the one where Yoda comes in first. I mean, the the which is in like the middle of the first six. Not well, the not the original one. No, the original one is is kind of campy. See, yeah, I, is there I, one that's going to kind of get wrong. me in? No, but I feel like it. You feel weird watching them out of order. Do like, you? I don't think you can just jump into because all the callbacks. I mean, we're not talking in the, about the Godfather and the prequels <laughs> and the sequels. Wait a minute, it's a really good. I mean, this is a cultural touchstone in the same way. I feel like you know what you have. You need to know just Sleep? so you kind of know. You have a gap. Like, yeah. this is a gap in your cultural knowledge. Yeah. Star Wars? I think it's kind of not okay. <laughs> you might be right. I think. I like, have no idea. Like, can you just imagine this is if like Jorge never watching you, The Godfather. Yeah. Like you or, just, and Funches. Funches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you did a snake draft. Was Marvel the first draft pick? Star Wars was the first Star draft pick. Star over Marvel. Yes. Yeah. Taylor, oh. t- Taylor has the best left. Taylor got Star Wars and Marvel. I went very. Oh, how did anybody? Oh, wow. Got game over. How did well, Marvel drop to the because second round? Because I took round. Travis movies. I didn't pick the yeah, most popular movies. So what did you I go like, like Rocky? Uh, I went Rocky. So got Rocky. My first choice was The Godfather. Okay. Oh, that, that's that's yeah, chalk. No, right? that's, yeah, I would have yeah. took, but he had the God, pick. Before Godfather me. is chalk. So yeah, I, did I don't. Go there. But it, it is a franchise. I don't it think is. of it as a franchise, so, but it is. Emily's rule was anything that's had more than one is a franchise. Yeah, so you, you only need a second one. You'll love his Godfather. third pick. My second and third picks are exclusively particular to me. Okay, I took the Top Gun series because I need Jennifer Conley in my in my. Draft. So you especially Top Gun Maverick oh, yeah. for you, yeah. You know, I, I enjoyed it, but I'm angry with the ageism against the female actress. Why? Oh God! Why? Wait, what? What's an example of that? Jennifer Conley's like fifty. She, yeah. she thinks no, but the the the, the original Kelly McGillis right. was, wanted to be in Top Gun Maverick. Oh, that! But mm. they basically said, "Sorry, you're not hot enough now. You're past your prime." In Don Lemon, but, version. <laughs> okay, and like just <laughs> cast Don Jennifer Lemon and just replaced her. But Penny you know? was in the original. See, now I'm going to reveal some serious dorkdom here. Penny, so was Jennifer Conley in the? She was not. She but, was mentioned. Yes. There was a when he's getting screamed right. at by. Do you the remember Admiral? when who was the Trav? Who was the actor that played the the cigar smoking bald guy oh, yeah. in the in the original Tom Top Gun? something? Tom, Tom Skerritt was Tom Skerritt, you know, the flat. Wow, what a pull! That that was no, a great pull. no, Tom Man. Skerritt was the flight John's instructor. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the guy that I think you're thinking of is Michael Ironsides, the bald, oh, the bald guy. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, whoa, so that's he, a pull. He is <laughs> on my list. He is screaming when, when yeah. in the original Top Gun, when Tom Cruise does the flyby yep. on the tower, they get called into the office, and this guy's dressing him down, and he's just screaming at Maverick and Goose, yeah. and he said, uh, uh, "You guys keep screwing up." And I'm getting complaints left and right, including one of you for sleeping with the Admiral's daughter. And Goose looks at Maverick and goes, Penny Benjamin? <laughs> See? Maverick, Maverick nods yes. yes. So she was in the original. Jennifer Conley is Penny Benjamin. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But like, Doesn't help. But Renee wanted to be in it, right? I mean, you mean sorry, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, yeah. Kelly, yeah. Kelly wanted to be in it. And they, be, I mean, they, they flat out Don Lemoned her. Like they just, yeah, well, maybe they couldn't come to financial terms. Maybe they I don't think deal. so. Like, yeah. like, 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 okay, so they, they, they the made a role for back and forth and negotiated. I know, but like Val Kilmer, they made a role for him and they, they wrote around his challenges. And they okay? had his son do the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so, a like, cosmetic business, Ramona. Let's know, put it but, on the table. Yeah, Jennifer so they Conley wrote is a lot the, better looking than Kelly McGill. I was okay. If you want to put- 2023. <laughs> Listen, you're, the, you're speaking like a real <laughs> casting director. I mean, that is the- Okay, that is the truth. However- it is always harder on women in this in that industry, and they could have like if they didn't think she was hot enough to play the love interest, could they have moved her into a different role? Could they have written a little smaller mm. part for her? You know, could make they... her a bartender? What yeah, the hell? something you know, like <laughs> maybe she runs her own well, consulting here's the, here's coffee the, yeah. shop. No, but here's the difference. Yeah. I, I don't I, look. Kelly McGillis 
is doing guest spots on different shows. Jennifer Connelly is an Academy Award winning star. She's a star. movie star. She's a movie star. Wait, Kelly don't... McGillis is not a movie star in that same way. So I, I would argue that I, I get the, 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 you know, the Kelly could have been in it, I suppose. Yeah, like what the, they did it for Val Kilmer. She's saying just and give her would, some type of role. Just give her something. Like the whole thing is this. Some kind of role. The sure. whole franchise Bring is. Bring Meg Ryan back too. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. We, whether it's Kelly McGillis, Meg If Meg Ryan, Ryan wanted to be in it, did she want to be in it? As long as we have Jennifer Conley in the second one, yeah. anyone else that would like sure. to be in it can by, be in it. By the way, crazy tangent. Do you guys know who Meg Ryan is married to? I do not. Mm, no, I, I don't, not since Dennis Quaid. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I should look this up before I say it. But I'm pretty sure she's married to John Mellencamp. Whoa. No, really? Yeah. How, how come that isn't more known? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like kind of a weird thing. According uh, to- They split in 2019. Yes. Oh, did they? Oh, it's, it's over. It's so good. It's over. Well, <laughs> it, was, it, it, was, it was a beautiful marriage. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, in, uh, in what John Mellencamp was on my talk show in, in New York at one point, and I, I said to him, what happened to rock and roll? Because John Mellencamp was a By the way, real they were engaged, they never got married, and they broke up. John Mellencamp told me, rock and roll is dead. Rock and roll is dead, from John Mellencamp. Which I, you think about it now, what is rock and roll now? Well, it's funny, Emily and I were having this conversation the other day about, like, name a contemporary rock band. Like, you'll see rock bands that are still touring, but they're from the... 80s yeah, like Aerosmith is coming 2000s. back. Yeah. What was the one you mentioned, Emily? The the rock band that you said has a vibe now? Greta Van Fleet. Oh, Greta Van Fleet is a great rock band. Yeah, that's a great so band. So does that mean that John Mellencamp is wrong? Mm, no, because right. we can't go past Greta Van Fleet very far. But is, is I that, don't even know what that is. No, it's neither, a band. neither did I. It's that, a rock, that it's sounds a rock like band. the lady who used to host on Fox. It's yeah, like a no. combination <laughs> of Greta Van Susteren <laughs> yeah, and Fred Van Vliet. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, a <laughs> hybrid, it's a hybrid a with hybrid. those two people. Yes. <laughs> no, but there really aren't rock bands the way yeah. they're But isn't that common where whatever... You know, it's, oh, they just don't make music like they used to. I know there's a lot of hip hop it's, artists. It's rare where a genre just kind of disappears. Hip hop artists like that were really popular in the '90s to early 2000s. Yeah. They look at hip hop today and say well, that's I mean, not hip hop. Still, that's exists. why people that's still go to like hip-hop. Bruce Springsteen concerts. Yeah, no, it is true. Mm-hmm. You but, too. But and- you like you may like like throwback hip hop from the '80s and '90s, but there's new hip hop music. There's new country music. Yeah. There's new classical music. Like, yeah. There's there's Rock, I, Chris I don't know. Stapleton. Could you put yeah. him into the uh, rock category? More yeah, more, no, I, I put him more into rock. the country rock. Boy Genius know? is also a great rock band. It's three girls, and yeah. they're amazing. So if give them a l- listen. They're really, they're really fun. Taylor Rock's still alive. Rock over isn't there? dead. It's just not mainstream anymore. Yeah. There's, there's plenty, of, there's plenty of rock bands out there still making music. Yeah, Taylor's our music. The guy from here. the from American Idol, Daughtry, right? Didn't he? Daughtry. Yeah, there's we got Daughtry. He had a hit. Check out Royal Blood if you. Want some good rock or Taylor, who's the, the Stone guy, Age? Who's the guy from American Idol that replaced uh, Freddie Mercury? Adam Lambert. Adam, Adam Lambert. Lambert. Yeah. yeah, but that's sort of like glam rock. That's yeah. like in a different category and, than and it's a band rock rock from a, the seventies. He's doing songs from the seventies. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, it's not like their Queen's not putting out new music. Yeah, you know? no, they're still playing. Another one bites the dust. Yes, it's true. <laughs> not, that's what they. That's <laughs> what they're paying to see. Are you going to Queen to see? I, the went, Queen? Rhapsody, I went to the. But, I went to the Queen concert. Of course, yeah. but but what's the what's the old yeah. joke? The one thing you don't want to see when you go to a concert. Here's something from our new album. Yeah, no, nobody <laughs> wants the new album. Yeah, nobody the wants the new album. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so how does this go tonight, Momo? Um, this feels like a Warriors comeback win. They make some adjustments. But like I don't know, the Lakers are just they're they're physically dominant in this series. They they're mm. longer, stronger, taller, bigger, taller, bigger yeah. like more physical than the Warriors. And so I, I if they can if they get um if they get up in this series, like I, I feel like they can push them around a little bit. This, this feels like a sort of a brawny series. Right? I, like if they're stronger and tougher and push them around, and that's how that first Cavs Warriors series felt to me. Remember mm-hmm. the Cavs end up winning a couple. Yeah. They're up two one in that series right. before the Warriors went small and quick. And so it's just a question of like, can the bigger, longer, stronger team? impose its will or are the Warriors just going to run around and confuse them all the first game was so good and because both teams played really well and, and John I remember you and I yeah. we, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday 
it's almost like who backs up less in this second yeah. game because it wasn't like the Warriors played poorly. The Lakers certainly played fantastic. It's who regresses a little bit less almost because to think they're both going to play like that again feels unlikely. I, uh, we talked about this when I called into your Lakers uh, preview show. And your son gave and, his yeah, prediction. Yeah, Daniel went who against pick? He went against me. Ooh. Oh, he picked Do Lakers. Do we have the sound, by the way? You, yeah, he picked him? Lakers. Do we have that? You picked Golden State. Lakers yeah. in seven. Ramona, how could you? Yeah, how could you? I I just had... Do you, do you have it, Taylor? Taylor's like, what the hell you want? I, I don't think... What is this woman? What is she talking about? Funches was producing it. Still reeling from Daughtry. Yeah. Yeah, no, Daughtry. Pretty good pull. Oh, no. I thought it was fine. It's a great pull. It's very 2007. You know what I thought? I thought the Warriors had home court advantage. Yeah, it's true. It's good base. They have home court. They also, like, have been there, and I've covered them so many times where they just make these adjustments in series, and they do stuff. Like, even in that in that King series, you thought they were in trouble after two games, right? And then they just made a couple yeah. of adjustments, and they that staff is so good. They've been through so many of these chess matches that I, I don't think you should read too much into the first game. But, like, the, to the eye test, yeah. the Lakers look like they could physically dominate in this series. And if they're able to slow it down and do that, they'll win. Are you guys going three-man show today yeah. or john yeah. are you tapping out early i well i'm tapping out at 315 yeah he'll okay. be early to 315 and then it'll be me and momo leading up to uh slee with the pre all right on slee location the tomorrow i'm there salitas tacos and margaritas awesome. in anaheim awesome. right behind the ballpark tomorrow how Looking many forward to how many keys because you had did you yeah, do 11, 11 yesterday 11 keys yesterday uh 18 I, for championship number 18 uh, game two you have 12 keys <laughs> For each game, you add a key. To 12 the game. keys coming 12 up next. 12 keys to the game. Super Cross Talks powered by In N Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.